Welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast. Each week we sit down and discuss our favorite lore topics from within the Destiny universe. Specifically, we intend to take a close look at target questions and theories that have been nagging us in the Destiny community as a whole. To that end, our discussions tend to assume you already have some background knowledge of Destiny lore. Despite that, our goal is to be as lighthearted and welcoming as possible though, so if you have any questions, please feel free to add us. Well, with that out of the way, let's dive into this week's lore topic. I am also ready whenever. All My right. arm really fucking hurts. That's let's, okay. let's, let's kick it off on that, that arm hurts. <laughs> arm hurts. Well, welcome no, to the No, it just, it just hurts, podcast. man. It hurts. Because, <laughs> like, I got a sunburn, and now it's like, it, like... Is it metastasized? Guess, Is it... <laughs> It's just a malignant it's, sunburn. You've got. It's just a malignant sunburn on my arm, and it hurt. And, and I cry. That was your same arm you got the uh, the shot on too, right? Yeah, I get my second shot next week. I just got my so. second shot last week. So yeah, so I should. I'm gonna check my email because I haven't got an email confirmation that I have gotten, and I just haven't found it because I'm dumb. I only got an email confirmation for the first one. The second one, like, I just showed them my card, and they were like, yep, that's when you're supposed to show up. Yeah, that's, 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 I just wanted to make sure. Let me mm-hmm. check. Well, yeah, while you're doing yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll welcome yeah. our fans here. Welcome to the Spin Foil Theory Podcast, everyone. Um, I'm your host, Taylor B., and, and checking up to confirm her second shot is Lady Lucita. Yep, that's me. Hello there. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Uh, you know, uh, for those of you who don't know, we actually did the last few, so my, my audio problems, I apologize. My, my gain got turned down. I don't know if it was like a, like a Windows update or something, but I was wholly unawares, and I was super quiet, and sorry about that, but it, it should be fixed from this one going forward. I did, I did some testy tracks. I did some test tracks to test this audio with, like, current mic setup. Should be I good see. to go. I see. Yeah, no, a lot of I'm making it sound like a lot of work went into this. I guess is the best way to actually express that. <laughs> but it should be it should be good to go now, guys. I really appreciate you bearing with us. Um, so for this this episode, we actually have a really fun theory. This week, this week of small and and little Nixney. <laughs> <laughs> we have a fun theory. And this goes to the overall uh, lore of Destiny in a way. So the the theory is that the darkness doesn't want the uh, you know capitalized or air quotes, however you want to say it, game to end. The Traveler does. Interesting. And the reason I say the Traveler is so far, the sort of equal counterpart, the air quotes, the light, has never really been represented. The Traveler is an agent of the light. But we don't know anything about, if it exists, a larger, like, body of, like, because the darkness, the darkness is a collective. Yes. It's, it's, so far, it's just the Traveler. So, I mean, at very least, the Traveler wants the game to end. So, yeah, that's, that's our theory this week. It's, uh, it's one near and dear to me. It's one I, I wrote down. So, it's... <laughs> it's near and dear to you because you wrote it. Yeah, so, so that makes perfect sense. So, the crux of this, you guys... <laughs> the crux of this... 
really uh, lies in. Actually, it goes back to early early hive lore, uh, timeline wise, in the uh, the Book of Sorrows or the, the books, but the, the the one that we have, um, and in that the traveler is trying to essentially snuff out the worm gods, and at that time that was the actually like the highest level of darkness that we were aware of. It, it, at least most explicitly. I think there were like maybe like little inklings here and there, but there's also been some retcons, so. So, with that in mind, the idea that the Traveler has continually tried to run away, and at least now that it's woken back up again, it has chosen to stand its ground with humanity. Now, whether or not it tried to run away the first time that the darkness came around back in our golden age, I think is still up for debate, but at this point, I think it's kind of like, it could have run uh, away if it wanted to. You it's, sure? Are you sure that's really up for debate? I some okay. someone shot it for trying to do something. That's all I have to say about that. I oh, don't actually. I don't think it was Rasputin, necessarily. I think it's a very convenient one, but I also think that uh, God, I can never think of that guy's name when I'm recording. But the, there's someone on Reddit, guys. If you if you research why why Rasputin didn't shoot the traveler in the back, the guy makes a very like lore poignant fact as to why. Rasputin didn't do it. Yes. Uh, okay. I, th I thought I thought you were yeah. saying that Rasputin shot the traveler. Oh like, no, no, no! I don't. I think thought Rasputin... that has been de debunked many, yeah, many, 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 many times. However, there have been many little tidbits of lore in D one and D two about someone accessing terminals in Rasputin's bunker and taking control of subsystems that we couldn't quite track down that they were no longer linked to, and doing oh. something. Doing something. Doing something. So I'm willing to say that, like, okay, maybe it wasn't the, maybe it wasn't Rasputin, but I think someone from Earth shot the Traveler as it tried to run away. Interesting. Because that it, its wound, its wound comes from Earth. Mm -hmm. It comes from below. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And it doesn't rotate or any any of that. That Jim Jam, but yeah, so. That all being said is a little mini tangent. Um, the Traveler tried to end it, like, demonstrably, at least, like, taking a, like, tried to end it once in causing a zizigi, uh, back on the fundament, and, you know, at least taking a stand to finally, like, end things once and for all. So I think the Traveler's ultimate goal is actually to stop playing the game. Whereas the Darkness, outside of the Hive, so the Hive have just devastated things that they've gone through, and they have been at least, like, worshippers or agents of the darkness in some capacity. I think I think that's pretty, like, flatly said, flatly like, implied, at least, if it's not flatly said. These other entities, like the, the darkness ships, them, them spicy Doritos, mm -hmm. ghost chili, pepperoncinis. <laughs> Those guys... I mean, if, if the one inside the moon is any indication, they've come inside our solar system at least more than once, and for some reason, they don't just try to destroy everything. They take stuff, they make us weaker, but why do they just, like... It's like... It's like an army doing an invasion, but stopping, like, 20 miles outside the border. 
or like Pretty the original much. border or like maybe like preventing stopping someone from invading someone else they're like okay you expanded we're pushing you back but we're stopping here now and so it's, it's a really it's a really interesting theory that the idea that you know the darkness seems to be the most accessible paracausal power way more so than the light the light seems to own yes. like while the light exists in all things like it, it uh, you know it only really seems to Manifest. Yeah, in in Guardians, in in this one instance, whereas the darkness has been interacted with by, I think, like, or not, well, like, multiple species and in multiple ways, even more so than the species we know about who've interacted with it and, like, ended up being able to wield it. Yeah. So it's, it's just, like, accessibility... Willingness to work with anyone. Demonstrably not trying to finish or win the game. Because I actually wonder, like, what happens when the game ends? Um. When the game ends, uh. We put down the controller and cry. <laughs> oh, no, I meant, I meant, I meant the, uh, the I'm gardener kidding, I'm and kidding. the winner. Yeah, sorry. I was making a joke. I know you, know, you caught there's, me, there's the There's a game within a game. Mm -hmm. It's real meta. It's real It's real pimp your game. Pretty much. Like, yo, dog, I heard you like games. <laughs> <laughs> but, Interesting. But, uh, but, yeah, so that, that that's the crux of it. It's just demonstrable actions, uh, regardless of how enigmatic both entities seem to be. And just yeah. sort of where we're at here after the season of Arrivals and, you know, our ongoing, at least so far, mastering of Stasis. So that's where I'm at. This is where I'm at. Uh, Lucy, what are your thoughts? I know I know this is one I, I kind of pitched to you, so I'm interested to, to hear what, what you think. I'm just, I guess, I don't know. Because the Traveler and the, I guess, the, the Gardener have always been about complexity. And, um, and meanwhile, the Widower slash the Darkness have always been about, you know, a final shape, you know, the Vex. I guess we know now that the Vex are indeed the final shape of every outcome without the Traveler and the darkness being present in the universe without that the vex win every single time which is as the um the gardener said in the unveiling lore that's kind of boring just because that basically was their i guess i wouldn't say their job but like because they had the whole flower game they were playing, and each flower represented a universe, and all that jazz. I do have... But... I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I do have, with as far as, like, the Vex being the flowers, being a part of the, uh, the Gardener's game... Yeah. The one... I really, like... I don't want to say, like, issue, but, like, the one thing that always gives me pause in that consideration, when, when I think about it is the Vex consume and convert. They don't grow. 
They only grow themselves. Yeah. Like the flowers and no, the they borders do, they, are supposed they to be do. like propagations of life. Like, do you get what I mean, though? Like, it... yeah. Well, no, I'm not. I'm saying like, because they were the, the flower game that they were playing is basically. Um, hold on. Um, I can dig it. Well, I'm trying well, to find the actual. Yeah, I, I can dig it. Uh, while well, well, you're doing that. Um. My my only thoughts not to not to derail derail your yours was just that it seems so much that like, especially most of the Vex we've encountered, that end up worshiping the darkness. They're yes. They remind me more of like, honestly, Siva. They remind me more of things that mankind created. Consume enhance. Interesting. Yeah. And especially with well, yeah. their, uh, with their, uh, the stories of some of Praetith's ghosts, where they're working hand in hand with, uh, the armies of, uh, mankind in the simulations. Yeah, that's true, that's true. But, um, basically, the game that they're playing, each flower... Rep at least from my understanding, each flower represented a universe, I guess. From the flower game that they were playing, the winnower and the gardener. And, um... Um... So, like, one flower, one traveler? I guess? I don't know. But just from my understanding of it, basically, the final shape was basically the pattern that mm -hmm. the flower would end up in every single time. And okay. um, and there, here it is. Every game we play, this one pattern consumes all the others, wipes out every interesting development, a stupid, boring exploit that cuts off entire possibility spaces from ever arising. There's so much we'll never get to see because of this pass. And they're talking about the Vex is what... Um, Ooh. I think that they're talking about because the Vex, their whole purpose is just to convert everything to Vex. Well, which I took that a little differently. You take that a little differently, okay? Okay. I think their purpose is to ensure their existence until the end of time, because they're yes. loopers. So if they can actually make it till the end of time, they basically exist in infinity. Okay. Okay, I get that. But I don't think they've ever made it to the end of time. No. I think that's part of why the Vault of Glass exists, is because that's them trying to write themselves into the actual reality itself, so that they are infinite. And I actually wonder if they're getting, like, tips and tricks from other timelines. Where Possibly. maybe they did succeed. That's where it gets tricky. Because here's the thing, if it weren't for us, you know, the Guardians, the Vex would have already won. It's because the Vex can't simulate paracausality is why they haven't won. Well, and once they figure out how to simulate paracausality, we're fucked. We're dead. We're done. Game over. Adios. So, 
so I'm here for this. I'm here for this. I kind of want to like yes and on this and okay. just and just sort of add that we're not the only paracausal player in town, though. Oh yeah, no, no doubt. They, I'm just saying, like the first one they encountered, those high people was Oryx. Was Oryx? They can't simulate Oryx either. But then, or Crota, or Crota. They can't simulate the big, the big high. They can simulate, you know, little, little like Thrall and wizards. Those, those are babies. Those are little babies. But the big Chungus, I guess, the bigger players of the hive. I guess the hive the pantheon. Chunky the chunky boys. Those ones they can't simulate because they're at a level of paracausality that they're just like, I don't understand. <laughs> Does not compute. Error. Error. Do you think but if what, they it, what, one... Oh, I'm sorry. What is interesting, if... There's a big if. If truth to power is... Correct, which is a big, that's a big if, because the narrator is, you know, Savathun. If... <laughs> Truth to power is to be believed, and Savathun has taught Kyora uh, hive magic. And as a result, Kyora can now break through that paracausality barrier that was stopping the Vec Kyora from being able to simulate, you know, the hive pantheon. And Kyora is now simulating Oryx, which is how Savathun is controlling the Taken then nothing is really stopping Kyora from simulating us, I think. I think, um... But that's think... a big if. That's a big if, if Truth to Power is, like, correct and very believed. unreliable narrator there. Right. So... Yeah. And then just through in Baru, I just made Zavathun stronger. God damn it. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything, because then, you know... You're like, I don't want to, you're like, I don't... You're like, stop talking about Savathun, you're just gonna make If we give her a nickname, exactly. if we give her a clever nickname, does that negate her power, or is it just kind of like a spoonerism, like, no, you're actually saying it? I don't know. See, this is where it gets confusing. That's why I love, like... I just love the Hive so much, because you just, from, like, just looking at them straight on, they're like, oh, they're, like, basically space bugs, zombies... Kind I like to think of them then... as, like, space crawdads. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> space scrubs. So, but then, like, once you, like... I just think their culture and their language is so cool. They're so oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I want to get... This is a completely off-topic thing, but I kind of want to get Hive runes tattooed on my arm or something. I think that'd be cool. Because I, I love think the Hive. If, I, think... I think if anyone does it, it should be you. Yeah, I think so. That's why I'm like, I'm like, hmm, hmm. I wasn't gonna get um, the tablet of ruin probably on my arm, on my forearm. I think that'd be cool. Either that or the, you know, the unveiling book art with the triangle and then the dots and then the lines and then the circle on the other side. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to get that. Either that. One of those. I know it's completely off topic, but no, I just I was like thinking it. about the hive and I was like, damn. I like the hive. They're pretty cool. If I was going to get something tattooed, you know, I've never gotten one, but I've never been opposed to it. If yeah, no, I'm kind of the same thing. If I've got, if I was going to get something Destiny, I think I would go with this. 
SRL design. I have on these t-shirts, so I still need to get it to people. But uh, SRL is really nice. I'm so sad. It's... This was this why, was why an, can't why? This was an underground SRL that? design that we commissioned Ooh. from a Grace friend of the show, Level Hunter. Nice. Yeah, and uh, it we 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 tweeted about it back when we did it, but it's uh so you can see it up there in our history, and uh, I'm sure as people get their shirts eventually somehow. Um, that'll be really a thing, but, uh, yeah. It, I, I think I would do something like that, maybe. For right. me, because it's, it's the little micro mini in the SRL logo. Yes, I love the micro mini, it's mm -hmm. so great. Yeah, no, it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. But yeah, I, I think, I think for me, uh, what I would yeah, I just if if you know what I tell you what I tell you what if we if we if we go down to Guardian Con, we can get Hive Room show tattoos t together. Okay, okay, I dig it, I dig it. And we'll pour tequila on it and just ruin the whole Everything thing. Everything will be great. But we'll never forget it. That'll be that'll be our team building exercise. Guarding at a uh, guarding game. I've all uh, or at uh, at guarding con. I've always I I know I can't because uh, it's been pushed back again and like getting a table is so fun. But I've always enjoyed the idea of uh, if we could or maybe like open up a space outside just to like spoon it and like have it with inflatable furniture. Have the five timers club lounge. That'd be funny. And then it. only people who've been on the show five times. And we can have like some I think I think I think I'm in that club now because you I've are. been on the show more than five times. Yeah. Huh, I yeah, you get to you get to go in the you get to go in the five timers club lounge, and partake nice. of the snapple and the inflatable furniture. <laughs> the the fancy schmancy inflatable furniture. Yeah, we're we're gonna party like it's middle school, nineteen ninety eight. I dig it. <laughs> but but anyway anyway anyway, back on topic here. Um. So yeah. Um. You were before before I got us derailed. You were talking about the, uh, before I got us derailed on, you know, shooting Rasputin in the back and, and the final shape on that. Uh, you were talking about, um, the hive in particular, but what are your thoughts on, like, the, the, the darkness, like, the, the greater darkness? Like, there's the worm gods, and then there's, like, these guys in the Doritos. Like, like, what, what are your thoughts on that, Lucy? Uh, like, in, like, a general sense, or, like... Within the theory and general, like, I'm here for anything you have to say, really. <laughs> Within the theory. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of... Um, I think your theory has merit, but I think the opposite. I think the darkness wants the game to end, and the Traveler does not. Go on. Well, because the darkness is all about, you know, I guess the Traveler is all about complexity, you know, helping and like, how do I explain this? The travel, the light is all about complexity and like building more and more and more and more complex things and helping and that kind of stuff. Well, the darkness is all about, um, you know, breaking stuff down, I guess, and like into that final, is like a point. I guess, if you think about it that way. And, um, so, by using that merit, the Traveler wants the game to get infinitely complex. 
and go on forever while the darkness wants the game to reach a singular point and then because it reaches a singular point there's nothing left and then the game ends okay so using the sort of allegory of the board the traveler in your view wants to like keep taking up new spaces and like expanding the board yeah okay. pretty much yeah that that's how I, I mean i'm just at least uh especially with um uh yeah here it is here it is it's it's in the uh, the first knife lore entry in the unveiling lore book it says um where they're talking about um the new rule that they're going to add into this game i guess uh in this in in, in this game the gardener is like we're gonna make a new rule uh we're gonna go in the game and we're gonna um yeah basic uh this is what um a special new rule something to i don't know to reward those who make space for new complexity a power that helps those who make strength from um paradoxity and who steer the game away from gridlock Something to ensure there's always someone building something new. And this is the gardener to... saying this? This is the gardener saying this. Okay. Hmm. Sorry, yeah. I just wanted to confirm that. No, no, no. And then... The darkness... Says this and, like, refutes it and says, No, 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 no. Um... Because the, the gardener's like, no, everything will be different. It's going to be, there's going to be more complexity instead of just this simple, like, triangle, basically. Like, it just goes to this point. And then, um, this is what the darkness, or the winnower, says in response. Uh, your new rule will only make great false of horror full of things that should not exist that cannot withstand existence and that will suffer and scream as their rich blisters fill with effluent and rot around them and when they pop they will be they will blight the whole garden whatever exists because it must exist and because it permits no other way of existence has absolute claim to the to existence this is that is the only law so basically the winnower is much more of like you have to i guess prove your worth in kind of like the final shape basically is what it is the final sh the, the the sword logic i think is more of what the darkness is about, I guess, in like a very simple way of explaining it. Because it's basically, as Marasov explained in uh, one of the lore books, I think it was Marasena, I think it was, or he talked about the bomb logic. So you have the sword logic, which is, you know, only the strong survive. If I kill you, I have more of a right to exist than you did. Which is very violent and kind of terrible if you think about it. But Marasov with the bomb logic is like, just make a bomb, basically make a bomb so complex that it can't be destroyed by the sword. 
I'm understanding the sword logic. So, the bomb I have, logic. I have some thoughts. Okay. Do you think there might be an argument to be made that the abomination that would, by the suggestion of the new rule, the abomination that that would come up kind of applies to what the hive became? Kinda. I mean, and, I guess you could say that. And so, so hear me out here. The winnower said no. The yeah. traveler tried to stop someone from finding the hive gods buried in fundament. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, okay, stay with me, stay with me. There is an argument, back to what you were saying, uh, uh, just a couple minutes ago you were kind of saying like, that was kind of like, that was kind of like harsh, I think was or similar to the paraphrasing you, you there. Your nature mm -hmm. is metal. Competition yeah, no. is destruction. Yeah. The more different life you create, the more they compete with each other. Yes. And cut each other down. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're, you're right. Okay. I want to submit, here on the Spinfoil Theory Podcast, what if the Traveler is the winnower by creating so much life that nothing can overtake anything else? Interesting. And the gardener who introduced this new rule that sounds suspiciously like what the hive became and is very, I don't know, man, the idea that it wants to persist, that, 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 that it wants like new life and new thing to burst forth, and the darkness is so willing to share its power with anyone and everyone... What if we got it backwards? What if... What if the huh? darkness is the gardener? Well, shit. I didn't think about that. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, that yeah. really impacts this theory as to, like, the traveler wants to end it in the darkness because, like, the darkness shifts to also being the traveler. It just kind of flips the theory. Yeah. Well, not the darkness. The darkness just becomes the gardener. Trippy. Cultivating the spread of its own power. Yeah. No, I could see that. I could see that. And, and, what it describes a malignancy, it describes like a cancer. And that's like, in a lot of ways, when you look at like what cancer, like as a survivor myself, as, as, you, as you look at like what cancer is, it's cells that forget to die. Like if you like oversimplify it to the point of uh, just like yeah. being able to like really compartmentalize what it is. That's what the hive are. They're, they're krill that forgot to die. Yeah. Shit. You're right. What the brain explodes. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's where I'm kind of at at, at at this point in the conversation. I'm just kind of like, well, one sounds like the other more than the other sounds like the one, right?
But yeah, for for me, this kind of like reinforces, but also gives new meaning to the theory. Because if the traveler is the winnower, if the traveler is the person basically like stopping overgrowth of a flower, if a flower is like let's call it a dominant species. Or, yeah, like, no, in, in, a, in a grander scheme, like, not, like, on a planetary scale, but if, like, every system that it goes to, it uplifts a different society. If you think about a universe where the Traveler was left to its own devices, you'd have, like, infinitely great people able to, like, defend themselves for one another. But they probably wouldn't fight also because the Traveler helped them out. Yeah. Um, if you think of what the hive are, it's like one thing overtaking everything else. And, and I know the writers is, I, or I don't know, I, I don't know if there's any, any direct thing that I can think of off the top of my head, but at least the metaphor, I feel like, you know, kind of maybe, maybe it's like a little misdirection there on Bunchy's part. Possibly. I'm not, I'm not sure. Everything I know is a lie. <laughs> but do you see what I mean? Like it's 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 a It's a little like the uh, the seeds are there for every possibility. But I'm starting to I'm starting to wonder if maybe we didn't uh we didn't miss, or maybe we, like, bit on a red herring. Possibly. And I don't mean, like, a, like a kick-ass, like, Swedish fish. <laughs> Any yeah. candy fans out there? Sorry. Man, now I want Swedish fish. Why did you do this? I'm hungry. I'm always hungry. I'm just a black hole. I'm pretty hungry cause... myself. I actually, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if you do this. I actually have snacks. Oh, no, I normally have snacks, but, like... While we record? Oh, while we and record. The, See, that's that's the part that I'm missing, is while we're recording. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I actually have, because I record in the den, uh, Lucy and listeners. Uh, the den is now that... Well, we had a den in the apartment, but now that we're homeowners, the den is, Ooh. like, on the lowest floor. I know, yeah, it's, it's, it's new and wonderful. And <laughs> on the floor that we're at... We, uh, my, uh, sort of, like, office and, like, hangout, like, all my video games and stuff are down here. I got Legos and Destiny stuff and video game consoles and I have an art. You got, it's basically my a cat. man cave. I, well, I, I don't, well, I don't like the man cave stuff because I feel like there's something here for everyone. Okay. And also it's it goes back out to the deck. So if I open, okay. if I open the shades and I just turn the music up, uh, party central. Okay, it's Party Central is what it really is, not Man Cave. Thank Got you. it. Thank you, yeah, because I, I don't want to be exclusioning everyone. I mean, as long as there's enough chairs for everyone, because it's kind of tiny, too, because it's on the same floor as the garage. And so there's only so much space, but then you have, like, the outdoor element, so it's like it could be bigger if weather permits. Like, I don't know, question marks. But, um, because I record down here... <laughs> 
and I I just know I'll be trapped. Like, you know, I like there, there is a bathroom down here, which is great. There's a half bath, but uh, I'm just like in case I'm trapped or something, and I can't like meet myself through or like ask other people to carry the conversation. I was like, let me let me just have some snacks. I should keep like. Like, I have honey roasted peanuts right now, but I've also had, like, cashew hacks, and, like, yeah, it's it, it's been a whole thing. I had jerky one time. That was a lovely time. That was a lovely, like, few days. Man, stop talking to me about these snacks. You make me want to, like, go get a snack. <laughs> I don't know if you have it. Around here, the Costco has uh, Korean uh, pork beef jerky, Korean barbecue, like, pork beef jerky. That sounds so good. Oh, dude, it's amazing. It's, like, a, it's like a very, like, sweet porky. Sorry, that was rude of me. You actually just literally asked me to stop. Sorry. No, it's okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just like, damn, I'm hungry. I'm hungry now. I might go get a snack or something. So, so I do. I do have. I do have one example. Um, to go back, shifting all the way back to the to the, to the topic. Sorry, everybody. Shifting all the way back to the topic. <laughs> Looking at other races, the traveler has uplifted. So if you go back to the game, the flowers grow and basically if like they don't take up enough spots like the darkness can move in and you have to like do connecting spots. So if you get like broken off, you get absorbed. It's kind of like Othello almost is what it sounds like. I don't know if you're familiar with that or like a like go, but more Othello. No, I get that. I get it. Yeah. And, but it always sounds like the like you can't have the dark spaces without the flower to begin with. Yeah. So like that's that's the one that's always going first, and I I just really wonder if the board is the universe as it already exists. Does the flower represent an uplifted species? Like, kind of going back to, like, my point earlier, like, considering things might be flipped. Does it Does it represent an uplifted species, or is it kind of like a cute way of saying you have a growth? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, what do you think? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, using the theory that you've stated, I would assume that each flower then would represent like at least from my understanding of the actual unveiling is that each flower would represent like an actual quote unquote playthrough of the universe so to oh. speak okay. so every flower so basically the flower would basically you know Starts out, does its thing, then eventually reaches this point where it's, like, stagnant and everything's done. And it kept reaching that stagnant point. And every single time. And that every single that thing, or stagnation, I guess, would be the final shape. Or everything is the vex, or whatever it may be. Does so, that make sense? Well, I, I want to make sure I'm hearing right, so... And you were reading it as sort of the each place on the board was one universe. Mm-hmm. And that 
is each flower one traveler or is the traveler like that's just like a well, like the, a proxy the flower game the flower game that they were watching is before the traveler is even in the universe at all it's all before that point because basically what they're doing is both the 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 winnower and the gardener are basically caretakers of the universe in a very simplified manner and then the gardener is noticing that every single flower is ending up the same and they're just like this is boring i don't want to do it like that anymore i want some variety where's the spice so then they introduce the new rule, which then brings, which then adds the gardener and the winnower to the game itself. I feel like, so who was it before that was playing the game that wasn't the gardener and the winnower? Uh, just life itself, I guess. Like they were just basically just watching how the universe ran its course. And every single time it ended up with the Vex winning. And then the gardener was like, we need a new rule that spices hi. things up. Hi. <coughs> sorry, I'm sorry. The I cough, cough, a... hive, yes. Yeah, I had a, I had a, I had a, uh... A stroke. Yeah. A cough. A Nothing stuck in your throat. I couldn't think of the word. I was like, what's the word? It's not a stroke. It's like something stuck in you. I was like, uh, yeah, as, uh. As the oldest person on this podcast, good dig. Nice dig. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I did... Okay. But yeah, that's at least how I was reading. So I guess we could pivot and change the theory as to, or I guess a possible sub theory is that the new rule gave birth to the hive or i guess the new rule is the hive am i understanding what you said correctly that's sort of where based on our conversation i'm arriving at yeah okay okay no i i can see that i can see that is that like maybe we had the roles reversed yes and that maybe there's this new life, like, mutation, like, yeah, man, boom. What you think about that? It doesn't know how to die, or it forgot how to. We're just gonna keep growing. But then I feel like we're also left in a weird space where we, like, what does the... What do the Doritos represent? Because they are not the hive. Definitely. So that's because the hive are yeah. and are just agents, I guess, eight followers of the darkness, not necessarily the darkness themselves. Ooh, yo, tangential, not tangential, but like yes and to to that okay. conversation. What if that was the rule, and the winnower didn't use it until it was shot in the back? Hmm. Because up until that point, there are no paracausal light users like we were talking about in the beginning. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Interesting. 
I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I think I think if if you are, I'm I'm ready to move into like scoring like final thoughts because this this has been a lot of fun. Oh yeah, no, this it's been, been like a journey. <laughs> but a journey, but yeah, definitely. All right, would you like to uh, score first, uh, Lizzie? All right, I'll score first. I'll do um. Uh, I'm always bad at scoring. Um, I, I think it. this theory is um. Uh, seventy-seven. I uh, gotta think of an arbitrary thing. Um, <laughs> Dorito ships. Darkness like Dorito ships. Do they are they at least uh, ghost pepper spiced? Yes. They're very spicy. Yeah, I, like no, it. I want Doritos. Okay. <laughs> just order. Just order. A, what's that thing? All right. There used to be a thing in DC where you could basically order like snacks from CVS or like Walgreens or something that was 24 hours. Yeah, they have that here too. But yeah. like my parents just left to go to the store. Text them. I guess them. I could text. I'll text them and be like, bring home the spicy actually, Doritos. Actually, actually your, parent, your parents might appreciate the, the imperative of like a voice call. Just be like, you guys, we've got to do this. We need this now. Please, I'm craving the spicy Dorito. Please. I'm really Please. weird because I'm like, I, I really like spicy food and mm. my dad really likes spicy food. My mom and my brother don't. Ooh. So it's like, whenever we eat food at my house, I, we always end up having to do like my mom and my brother want because they're really picky eaters. No, they're I can pretty much eat. They're who's I can wrong. pretty much eat. Yeah. And they also don't like seafood either. And I'm just like... Ugh, okay, okay. Stabbing the heart. They're, I love seafood. They're completely on the wrong side of history. If and if and when <laughs> on ever, the wrong side of history. Yeah, they're completely oh on the wrong side of history. If and when you ever come to DC, Kari, Kari and I will take you guys out, uh, show you the town. Uh, one one thing a lot of people don't know about DC is actually, uh, you know, um, per capita, not like raw numbers, but per capita, one in three people aren't from the United States in DC, and so we actually have a lot of great food and. Uh, diversity in in shops here in the city Ooh, and in the surrounding areas so yeah there's there's a there's so many tasty flavors man you're making me hungry that are, why you do this every that, time every time dude, that's okay do, have, i don't know but if like, you see my instagram it's like all like 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 food. sometimes me like snuggling with my cat and like me and kari but like mostly things that i ate that were delicious yes that sounds good man yeah I think my Instagram. See, I have I have two. I think I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I have my destiny one, mm -hmm. and then I have my regular one. My regular one is just mainly pictures of like flowers <laughs> or cutesy stuff. I don't know. Then my destiny one is barren and dead. It's a lot of me posting my pictures of my seal pins, <laughs> being like, "Look at me! I'm cool. I play video games and have no fucking life." <laughs> So I'm gonna give this one. Not not to get you out because you, you were speaking. No 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 you, no no. You no, were speaking. Okay. You were speaking from my soul. Is how much I identify with that statement. <laughs> but the, <laughs> the score I'm gonna give is I'm gonna give it 160 nutrition facts. Nutrition facts. Yeah. Because we gotta know who's consuming these flowers on the board. 
Yeah. Is it competition? Is it nature is metal? No idea. Or is it cancer hive? Nutrition facts. <laughs> I totally didn't just read something that was in front of me and decide to score it that way. Oh my god. <laughs> um, listen, this one's been a lot of fun, um, and I, I I'm looking forward to. Uh, I think I think we're they'll probably be on this show, but I'm looking forward to uh, doing the the new intro outro with you. Uh, this weekend, uh, how do you feel about Sunday? You want to lock in Sunday? Yeah, sure. Pretty Sunday good. works. And we can we can play game too because I still want to fly Star Wars with you. Yes, I'm very bad at Star Wars, but I'll I'll try. I'm trying my hardest. I'll, I'm bad I at will, squadrons. I will I will I'm your wing buddy. I don't know if I'm good. I still haven't done my ten missions yet. You have, but you haven't finished the story yet. Uh, no, I finished the story. I haven't done my okay. ten missions for them to rank me. Oh shit! No, any, I haven't done that either. I, I haven't done, done any either. PvP. I, I did. I did the story, and I did okay. But I have. A, I have. I have the the Logitech. Um, and this is this is an entry level flight stick. I'm not flexing. I wish I had like a, a Hotas, you guys. Uh, but this is man, this is the Logitech. Now, you want me, now, now, now I want a flight stick. Joystick. I, I play. Oh, I, I Dude, this one this one's like twenty bucks. This one's like twenty bucks. Get it from Amazon. The the Amazon Ooh. Extreme 3D Hell Pro. Yeah. Like it's it's really cheap. It, it, I I might be off by ten dollars. Everyone, like, please forgive me if I forget. But this is real a really cheap like intro one, and it's it, it's really good. It, it it uh, it's not a Hotas, but it has a uh, a little um, roller with a tab, so you can do like the uh, the throttle that way. So you're just kind of like doing like a little tab in front of you on a roll bar, as opposed to having like the full on thing with more buttons. So, but like, yeah, no, it's it's a great, it's a great. It reminds me of the Sidewinder. I don't know for any like '90s gamers out there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, that's that's. If anyone else wants to come play with us too, like, yo, like, please add us. We will we will fly. We will fly with you. Yeah. And that can maybe be a fun thing that we do. Uh, Lizzie, you got any shout-outs this week? Got any shout-outs? Um. I guess. Uh. I don't really know. I guess shout-out to... I'm still doing a shout out to my girlfriend again because she's Yay. awesome. And we just got off, got done with our vacation to uh, Florida. Nice. And it was very nice. It was very relaxing. It was very bright and sunny. And I got sunburnt. And it sucks. But I'm slowly recovering from that. But yes. <laughs> shout out to my awesome, amazing girlfriend because she's awesome. number one. Dig it. Dig we dig also, it. like, we did. Um, I got her Gilded Conqueror last night, or helped her get that. So now she has every Gilded title in the game, and I'm just like, honey, calm down. <laughs> she's crazy. She does this. She's very competitive, and she's like, I must, I must, I must do it. I was going to say, when do like, we she, get the game? She got like, flawless. Me. Yeah, carry she me. She got... Right, okay. No, no <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, that, I mean that, like, let's just play and hang out, but, like... Kind of for serious, also, please carry me, please. <laughs> You're like, well, no, what ended up happening last night is our normal guy who ended up doing Grandmaster's Myth just like we had all like talked the day before and we're like, hey, 
we're gonna get on on this time. We're gonna like, just do the last two we need. Mm-hmm. And they were, everyone was like, yeah, 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 okay. So I got on. My girlfriend got on. Our third guy, he didn't get on. And we're like, dude. Whoa. Dude. Dude, where'd you go? Where are you? And I texted him. He didn't pick Bueller. up. So I'm like, okay. So I cried. But then um, one of my other friends, they were on. And they're like our number two, our, num- our like alternate grandmaster right. guy per- person. So we, I, messaged, I messaged them and was like, hey, 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 you're on. Do you, do you mind doing a huge favor and helping us do these last two grandmasters? And they're just like, yeah, sure, why not? We ended up doing like five grand, four grandmasters last night. It was insane. I love it. Well, that's amazing. That's well, because like, that's so cool. Because we needed to do two for my my our our guest our alternate guy, because they needed they wanted to get gilded as well, and I said, okay, if you want gilded, we need to get you to the same step that um, my girlfriend is at, where you have to just do the strikes again, and the first one we're doing is we're doing proving grounds, so we never have to do that strike ever again, because that strike is the hardest grandmaster ever. It's stupid. It's so stupid. You have you basically you have to do it with two Ursa Titans and mm-hmm. a Chaos Reach. There's no other strat okay. that really like works effectively because it's mainly just the tank room. The tank room is honestly the hardest part. But after that, it's pretty straightforward and easy. And the boss arena, the boss fight's a little annoying. It's just you gotta be quick on your feet and have people with anarchy. And obviously, you have to go into that final boss fight with like more than three reses. Because that happened earlier. On one of our runs, we went into the boss fight with three reses, and then one of the champions literally teleported right next to me and killed everyone. <laughs> it was so fun. It was so fun, you know. It sounds like it was fun. No, it wasn't. It was cancer. It was not cancer. It was very, very bad, and I hated it. <laughs> it was zero okay. out of ten. Do not recommend. And I really, 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 really hope next season, for because I know they change the strikes every every season. I swear to God. If next season has both Proving Grounds and Corrupted as the Grandmaster ones we need to do, I will cry. I will just <laughs> sob. Just loud sobbing. Because Corrupted is, like, the second hardest one. Because there's just, there's just so many ads. Just so many. That's true. That's true. So many. So it's like... It's pain. I can dig it. Well, I, I don't dig the pain, but I can I can appreciate what you're saying. Yeah. Oh man, my my shout out this week is actually going to be to the National Smithsonian here in the U.S. There's going to be what I think is Poe Dameron's X-wing at the Air and Space Ooh. Museum. Here what? Soon. That's crazy. They just they just announced it was like it is arrived and like staging to open today. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Yo, yeah. I'm I'm gonna be going to that. Sounds that nice. sounds stupid awesome. And I believe Thank it's here you. here in the DC, not the Udvarhazy thing in Virginia, but it all, might also make sense if it's at the Udvarhazy thing. But the, you know, either way, either way, super chest, <laughs> super chest. So I'm giving my shout out to the Air and Space Museum for uh, for hopping in on the Star Wars fun. Uh, may the fourth be with everyone. This is Star Wars week. Uh, if you didn't hear us talking about it, we're definitely big Star Wars nerds on this show. So, um, do you want to do a special, maybe on Sunday? Do you want to do a special episode, Star Wars episode? We can talk about the Bad Batch. Sure, sure, I'd be down. I'd be down to talk about whatever. I love Star Wars. You nerd. Okay, yeah. So you guys are hearing it here first when we drop it 
drop this just before we drop the other one Sunday. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Aside from that, everyone, like, you know, please stay safe. Uh, uh, Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated, please. Yeah. Um, And keep your mask on after you till just till everyone is. Um, Please. Just to to keep everyone safe. But other than that, like, see you next time. Like, this is, uh, we really enjoyed recording this. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Heck yeah. Toodles. That's the end of this week's topic. But be sure to check out our past and future episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. If you have any questions about this week's topic, want to discuss Destiny lore with us, or just feel like reaching out, you can find us on Twitter at SpinfoilTheory, or you can email us via SpinfoilTheory at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Toodles!